You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I'm Rachel Crane from Community State Bank. As a member of the executive committee for the 2016 Walworth County Farm Technology Days, I wanted to touch base with Jim Stoll, our executive chairman for the event, and fill all of our listeners in on what's going on with the preparations and the excitement for the show that's coming up here in July. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Rachel. So for those that don't know, what is Wisconsin Farm Technology Days? Wisconsin Farm Technology Days has lots of things that you deal with, but one of, first and foremost, it's an exhibition of current technology and current equipment for agricultural interests, for farmers and for people who work with farmers. Um, it's In Wisconsin, it's the largest farm show that moves around the country every year compared to other states. There are a number of farm shows, but most of them are on a permanent site. And in Wisconsin, it moves from year to year to a different county. Last year it was in Dane County, next year it will be in Kiwani County. This is the first time it's been in Warworth County. It's also the furthest south it's ever been. We're only about a mile north of the Illinois border at a little community called Zenda. Uh, so we are looking to attract our friends from Illinois as well as uh, many of our Wisconsin folks that are involved in coming down. So you talk about Zenda. Where is the farm? Who, who is our host farm this year? Zenda is about five miles south of Lake Geneva. The main road south out of Lake Geneva is Highway 120. Take Highway 120 south, five miles, turn right on County Highway B, and the farm is three miles west of there at the intersection of B and Zenda Road. Our host farmer is Steve Snudden of Snudden Farms. Steve has been on that farm since uh, since he was born, really, because the farm started in 1925. Steve took over in 1977, established a small dairy herd, and continues to expand from there. He will be milking approximately 1,700 cows by the time the farm show is held. During the last five years, he's uh, done a lot of expansion down there, built a very nice, very large heifer barn, and then uh, put a new milking parlor in along with several freestyle barns for the cows. So he's been, uh, along with that, he also farms about 3,000 acres down there, produces almost all of his own feed, along with some custom work that he does. So Steve's a busy guy. And he'd have to be to get ready for a show of this size. Um, It goes three days, July 19th to the 21st, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. all three days. How many people are we expecting, Jim? Well, we're hoping to get close to 50,000. The first two days, of course, are always the busiest. The times of the show are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'd like to get, as as I mentioned earlier, a lot of folks from Illinois to join us along with our Wisconsin friends. The show um, will run those three days. It finishes on the 21st on Thursday at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Let's talk a little bit about the first day. Um, There's a lot of excitement, um, obviously, with opening up a show like this. We have the opening ceremonies, which takes place in the family living tent. Can we talk a little bit about what folks can expect to see with the opening ceremonies? Sure. Uh, First of all, we're going to kick it off with the Badger Band. We have members of the Badger Band coming down. Um, One of the unique things of this show is we're using a town road called Zenda Road. So the band will be marching down Zenda Road, lead people to the family living tent, And then from there we'll do the opening ceremonies with various dignitaries that will be invited along with the family that's that's hosting the farm. And then the show will be officially open, although it will open an hour earlier than that. It will open at 9 that morning. Now for anyone who hasn't been there, basically starting in June we'll start getting things set up. Tent City is how many acres? Tent City itself is 60 acres. 
Um, Steve, the host farmer, has uh, will be right now his plan is to cut the last cutting of hay off there on June 18th, then turn that site over to us. So we use the 60 acres for Tent City. There's an additional 50 acres for parking that surrounds it. So we'll have about 110 acre site in total. And then surrounding that, there are another 400 acres we'll be using for field demos. We have winter wheat uh, planted that'll be harvested during the show. He'll be doing forage harvesting during the show. We'll be planting some cover crops as the winter wheat comes off. We'll be planting cover crops in that property. And uh, so there'll be a lot going on in terms of demonstrations and also in terms of some of the other activities around the site. We will also be doing farm tours. There'll be trams to take people around and show you off Steve's farm um, and go through some of the heifer barns, show the heifer barns, some of the dairy operation. In addition to that, this year we'll have something different. Uh, farm City Elevator has a very large, very new, state-of-the-art grain handling facility about half a mile south of that site. So that we'll be offering three times a day, we'll be doing uh, tours of the Farm City site where they'll go down, with, uh, we'll take buses down there, we'll, we'll, uh, you'll start on the scale. So you get to see what the bus weighs with all of you in it and then uh, go through and show you the property and how they handle the grain. They handle domestic grain as well as they do a lot of uh, importing from there so they fill containers. Uh, it's a pretty big operation down there and we'll be showing that off as well. Now we talked about the field demonstrations. Um, for those listening that may not know what that is, for farmers, it's a way to look at the newest, you know, latest and greatest technology for harvesting crops, um, you know, mowing hay. For non-farm attendees, I think it gives them a really great appreciation for what it takes to feed animals. Um, so it's kind of a neat way for everybody to, to see how that happens and the magnitude of the, the size of the equipment, basically. That's true, and I think one of the first things to be impressed by is when they harvest their winter wheat. We'll have uh, three manufacturers that will be providing the equipment for that, John Deere, International Case, and uh, they have a third one lined up. I believe it's going to be a, a Kloss, which is from Ziegler. Their Caterpillar is kind of the yellow color uh, machines down there. So they'll have a demonstration of each one. They are huge integrated harvesting machines. And farmers know that, but if you haven't seen one kind of up close and personal operating, you'll have a chance to do that at field demo. They also will be doing some field tillage and show you the current uh, technology and current equipment used for field tillage, as well as we will be planting the cover crops, as I mentioned earlier. Now again, I'm going to go back to what this show will entail for non-farm attendees. There's a big push this year, our youth section. I guess Jim and I can't say enough good things about what's happening in our youth area. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about what Sue and Letha have been putting together for our youth tent and youth area. Sue and Letha are the chairman of that area. Uh, they're both educators, so that's always helpful. Uh, they know what, what children would like to see and what kids would like to see. We've done a lot of effort this year in the youth area. Uh, Farm and Fleet will be one of the sponsors of the youth area. And there'll be a lot of hands-on activities. So there'll be a tractor simulator. There'll be uh, some uh, some livestock they'll actually be able to touch and feel, like a little touching zoo. Uh, but in addition to that, we want to show agriculture and how the food gets from the ground to what you get to eat. And you're going to see a lot of um, real active, real hands-on, different stations around there. So we are working a lot with youth and, and want to make sure they're coming in. Along with that, uh, Rachel's chairman of the Family Living Committee, or the liaison from the executive committee, that's an area that you can do something all the time you're there because there's musical entertainment, we have various speakers that will be listening to the program, everything from farm succession to some of the current technology that, that's out there. 
Uh, Jerry Apps will be one of the, the people that's there if you're familiar at all. Jerry's a historian, used to be a UW Extension agent, has written in excess of 30 books. Very interesting books. A lot of us are fans of his and he'll be there that one of those days as well. So you want to check online or if you get the programs, programs will be distributed about two weeks before the show. There'll be at a lot of local places you'll be able to pick up a program and see what's going to go on. So a lot going on for youth, a lot going on for people that are interested in farming but not want to spend seven hours looking at uh, tractors and other farm equipment. We'll also have uh, something else for them to do. The other thing that's a little different this year, a year ago they started something called Innovation Square. Innovation Square is an area you can go look at some of the current technology and some of the new proposed technology for agriculture and producing food products. Uh, we've expanded that this year. We've got a few cool features in there. Uh, we'll have an outline of Lake Geneva, for example, where you'll be able to see from a historical perspective some of the things that happened in the Lake Geneva area related to farming as well as some other things. There'll be uh, at least, I think we're at eight exhibitors right now for current technology. And what's also exciting this year is Innovation Square is sponsored by a company called Exacto. Your first thought is it's a knife company, which is what we all think, but it's actually a, a company based in Sharon, Wisconsin. It's probably one of the larger companies in, in Walworth County that nobody knows about. And they produce a lot of chemicals and a lot of uh, products for turf management, for agriculture, uh, a lot of interesting and unique things, and they've got some new products they'll be showing off this year. So we're excited to have them as a new sponsor and look forward to be able to demonstrate what they can do in Innovation Square. Now, I know my favorite part of the show is definitely the food tents. And we have some really exciting things coming to the food tents this year. Um, do you want to share with what the menu is going to consist of? It's a little different than prior year shows. Well, it is different because first of all, the food committee has some very active people on it. And one of them is a, a gentleman named Tyler Salisbury. Tyler is from Whitewater. He has three restaurants that he's developed in Whitewater. He's appeared on the Food Channel for those interested in the Food Channel, which a lot of us watch once in a while. Um, they developed some different menu items this year than we normally would have. Typically at a show like this, you'll have the hamburgers and the brats and the hot dogs and you know chips, things like that for the, for the show. And we'll still have that for people that like that. Uh, by the way, the brats will be a brat of the day. Three local uh, meat processing facilities are producing a brat. That, that there'll be a different one every day. So if you like brats, you'll get three different ones. But from Tyler and the group that's working in the food committee, they've come up with, with three different dishes that you'll have. And I really don't even have all the details, although I've tried all three of them. One of them is a pulled pork barbecue. Uh, Tyler came up with a sauce using Kickman's products from Walworth, also Walworth County Company, one of our major sponsors. So you'll be able to sample that. Um, there is going to be a, a shepherd's pie that they're putting together. And in fact, that's in the works right now. A lot of this takes some advanced preparation. They'll all be prepared on site and available at each one of the six food stands. So we think people would come just to have lunch, if nothing else. So we're excited about the food stands this year. Now, one thing that I didn't realize, I've been going to this show since I was a child, but one thing I didn't realize until we became involved with the executive committee a number of years ago is all of the people that put this show on are essentially volunteers. Your position's a volunteer, my position's a volunteer, and we have to recruit a number of volunteers to make this happen over the course of three days. How do people become involved? Well, it does take a lot of people. We estimate we need 1,800 volunteers. So we're well on the way to, to achieving that, but there's always room for people that want to get involved. 
And, and there's any number of roles you could do. You could volunteer to work in a food service area. You could volunteer to work in an information area. We have information tents at each one of the, the gates if you'd like to see the people come in. We have a lot of people that we need for operating equipment. We have a lot of equipment to, to move around the site and, and all kinds of activity that way. There's parking volunteers. There, there's any number of places to volunteer. Um, the, the easiest way to do that is if you go to the website, and you can get there quickly by going to Google. We all love Google. And uh, Google the Walworth County Farm Technology Day shows. That'll take you to our homepage, to our website. And on the website, there are, there's an application that you can download and fill out and uh, mail it to our volunteer coordinator. Colleen Lesniak at Elkhorn, at the uh, Elkhorn Government Center, is our volunteer coordinator. So you can do it that way. You can contact uh, any number of people that are involved in the show. There are 14 people on the executive committee. Uh, you're going to see a lot of, you may know some of the other people that are involved in the show already. Uh, feel free to contact any one of them. And in the worst case scenario, you can reach out to people like Rachel and myself, and we'd be happy to get you in the right direction. So we would certainly welcome your help. You can work four hours. You can work three days. You can work whatever you feel comfortable working to volunteer. Um, it is a volunteer position, but if you volunteer, we get you a t-shirt and a ticket. So there's a little incentive there to come and help out. We do need a lot of people. And aside from people, there's actually quite a large budget that needs to be put together to put on a show of this magnitude. How do people become involved from a sponsorship level? There are a lot of people, a lot of uh, money that we raise locally that needs to be done and we can do that either in cash. We have a lot of in-kind opportunities. There's a lot of products as you can imagine put the show on. Bill Thompson from Lake Geneva is our fundraising chairman. You can reach out to Bill or again you can reach out to Rachel or myself and we'll put you in the right direction. Uh, any and all sponsorships are appreciated from $50 to whatever number you want to give. Um, and we do have sponsorship. We will get people listed. We have a website we'll put people on. And, and depending on when they do it, we would also have them listed in the program. So feel free to give us a call. We'd love your help and your sponsorship and would make arrangements to get that taken care of. So we had talked about Bill Thompson's fundraising group. We also have a few other items for purchase that people, you know, if they want a piece of the show, either ahead of time or at the show, one of them being the tractor. So why don't we talk about how Case has kind of stepped in and we have a really, really unique farm show toy that's available for people to purchase this year. We do, and, uh, and you mentioned Case. Case has been very supportive in a number of ways of the show. But one of them is they allowed us to produce a tractor that's unique to, to uh, tractor collectors and individuals in general. The tractor is a 7288 Case International. It was developed by the international company as just before they merged with Case. Uh, they only built about 20 of these tractors in real life. It was sort of somewhat of an experiment. Um, but they didn't produce a model of it, it that was available to the public. There was a few dealer models and most of those were already gotten out. So the, it's going to be a 116th scale, 7288. It will be in a box with our information about our show on as well. They're available. There's an order form on the website if you're interested, or certainly contact one of us and we will get you the order form. The tractors will be delivered hopefully by the show. It's in production right now. Earl is building the tractor, so it'll be a quality model. We think it'll look real nice and, um, and it is available. So please feel free to get a hold of us or to go to the website and get the order form. I also have to mention Case has been very helpful in other ways. They will be providing all of the tractors for the tram transports, which are over 30. Uh, they've been doing some other things and helping us, so Case has been very good to us and uh, look forward to their help in putting on a great show. Since we're on the tractor line, why don't we talk about the heritage tractors as well? We will have a, a fairly large exhibit of heritage tractors, uh, both from Wisconsin and Illinois. 
a couple of the collector clubs in this area will be coming to uh, to meet down there and bringing their equipment with them. So on the on the east side of the show, there will be about five or six acres set aside for heritage farm equipment. We know of a number of unique pieces that are already uh, agreed to come to the show, so look forward to that. I think you'll enjoy going around and looking farming the way it used to be. And then you can walk about 200 feet and farm, see farming as it is now. Quite a contrast. Which is interesting. Um, you talk about how farming where it used to be, and obviously it was done with horses. We do have an equine area for the show as well that we're still developing. The equine area is going to be on the west side, so you can go from one side to the other. We do have some people that have already agreed to come and, and put on their exhibition. Uh, the Myers Hitch will be there. Um, they'll put on, I think, three times during the day they'll be put on the demonstration. We have the mini buds there, if you've ever seen them. They're, they're kind of cute. They look like Budweiser horses, except they're about a quarter of the size. So they're uh, marked uh, Shetland ponies that they use for putting on a hitch, and they're, they're quite interesting to see. Along with that, then we have a gentleman named Jim Broad who will be bringing down um, a number of things he does. He does roping demonstrations, does some clinicians in terms of how do you work with your horse and what do you do with your horse and things like that. And then they're also going to be put on an exhibition of sheep herding with dogs. And the, Elk, the East Tri FFA will be coming to help put that on. So they'll have some sheep there and they'll have some sheep dogs that will be showing how you, can, how you can work with sheep and the dogs and, and put that on. So we have a lot going on there. Um, there will also be another clinician from Fire and Fleet. Fire and Fleet will also be helping us with the equine area and they bring in one of their clinicians to help with uh, that. So there will be an arena there to watch those uh, areas as well as all the other things going on. And I think that's just what's so neat about this show is there is really something for everybody. There's the dairy technology and the dairy animals, the horses, the equipment, the crops, the youth area, the family living. Um, within family living we have the country mercantile tent which is our arts and crafts and produce and flowers you can purchase. Um, the stage entertainment that takes place all day every day. Again, anything from listening to a beekeeper to you know Jerry Apps, the historian, and we end each day with some type of musical entertainment. So there really, really is something for everybody at the show. Along with all the things we mentioned, one other thing that's there is uh, we'll have a ride and drive area where if you're interested in looking at a new pickup, um, all three major manufacturers, so it'll be Chevy, Ford, and Ram, will have some trucks there you'll be able to take out into to a little area and drive them around and test them on a little, uh, almost an obstacle type like course there. In addition to that this year, Ford is coming out with a new line of trucks uh, called the Super Duty line. They have the line now, they're coming out with a new model of that, and this will be the Midwest introduction site for that. So you'll actually be able to look at those and do a test drive on the road of those. So we have something for everyone. Come on down and we got great food to show along with it. So again, to recap, the dates, July 19th to the 21st, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Anything else you'd like to add, Jim? Nope. Let's hope for good weather, a great uh, summer time to come out and enjoy us in July. And we look forward to seeing you all at the show. For more information, please visit the website at www.wifarmtechnologydays.com. Thank you again so much for joining us this morning, Jim. Thank you. Thanks for listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank. To learn more about Community State Bank, please visit us online at communitystatebank.net.